Hey guys, how's it going? This is uh, Midnight Climax. We're here with uh, me, Alex, our co-host Ryan, yeah, and me, our musical guest uh, DJ Seo. I don't think we should describe him as the musical guest because, like, musical guest implies that he's going to play music live on the show for us. Could yeah, that's true. Which, <laughs> if you want to beatbox? Yeah, if you want to beatbox? Okay, he's a musical Whoa, guest. Oh, we just now. got there copyright go. claimed. Oh shit! There we but, go. Oh, damn it! Fuck. So good, welcome, man. DJ Seo. Good, welcome. What's up? Good, What's good up? friend you, of... So, so, so do you want to go by Seo or do you want to go by... Uh, yeah, it's Seo. That's uh, my DJ name. Seo. Uh, first name, John. First name, John. John. Okay, or, John or Seo, okay. I always call you John, but this is DJ Seo. Uh, he's good <laughs> friends with DJ Odyssey. Uh, not DJ Odessi, Odyssey. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're part of a larger group called uh, Backyardigans, uh, as uh, DJ Odyssey mentioned. Um there, it's not the backyardigans; it's the backyardigans. Your, there we go. Yeah, you gotta make sure you, don't want you get you get the your right connection right there. So, DJ Sale, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, your musical endeavors and uh, what you're working on these days? Yeah, so um, yeah, lately, you know, what I do is uh, to stream uh, my mixes. Usually, me and uh, my fellow backyardigan uh, members, you could say. So it's like a DJ trio, like like, like a little group. You guys all stream tr- stream together. Like it's a trio. There may be a fourth DJ, fifth potentially. Uh, we have oh, you we guys have, are recruiting. You guys no, are. We have wow. we have four of us in our group. Uh, five possibly. I'm not 100 percent sure. What about the fifth guy? I'm not sure where he's at. But uh, yeah. So the the fourth guy, um, he's more of like a production, like you know, for uh, for like video editing, photography, and stuff like that. Because you guys have like live streams almost. Like fairly frequently, like multiple yeah, times often, a week, right? right? Yeah, at least once a week. At least, at least from one of us is is playing at least once a week. That's so that that's at least that channel's active at least once. You guys, you, you guys had a stream last night, right? Thursday. Uh yeah 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 yesterday we had I a think, stream. Uh, yeah. It was o- um, Odyssey was on, and then uh, no, that was uh, it was our it was our fellow uh, DJ uh, Ocho Synchro. Ocho Synchro. Ocho Synchro. <laughs> Ocho Synchro. Synchro. Yeah. So what um, uh, what uh, what platform? Are you guys uh, streaming on? Oh, I I use um Twitch. Twitch, yeah. And that's, that's do the the backyardigans are on Twitch, correct? Yeah, we're on Twitch. Uh, we sometimes uh, stream through Reddit, but that's mainly uh, Odyssey doing that on on his own, just you know, testing the waters. But yeah, Twitch is what everybody uses. That's good. That's good. Um, all right, all right. I like it. I like it. So 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 we're so we're getting a little taste of the whole group, pretty much. Um, so what's been what's been new personally? What's been going on with you? How's yeah? A little uh, bit of life? background, guys. Uh, DJ Sale is a very good friend of ours. Yeah, uh, we've I, known I, him. I've for known him since what, like fourteen, thirteen, something. I don't know. Like we were kids, know, pro- yeah. yeah. I, I say like around middle school. I don't know, man. Yeah. Somewhere around there, middle school or you know freshman year. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been, been years. It's been Alex been. and I are slowly making our way through all of our childhood friends, so so we can really get the most out of the hometown. Uh, Traction who, of the who podcast. Would have known we have such a talented group of childhood friends. This, this, this is our our hometown That's is good. just the town of champions. We have, but we're we're, we're we're slowly branching out, and we're going to take over the world together. We are much. a low key town, but we're full of. Not to not to give talent. anything away, um, you know, uh, my chemical romance. Actually, a lot of the members came from in or around our town. But uh, and we had a famous soccer goalie as well that played for the United States national team in the World Cup. That's true. That might be giving too much. It might be too did, did, too did, specific. I'm, but I'm pretty, I, I don't care honestly. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we mentioned Carney on the like. <laughs> yeah, there we true. go. Like, we probably there, did. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm almost 100 percent sure we, we we mentioned it. 
That's we are right, Soccer guys. Town if you, USA. If you, put, <laughs> if you put together the the puzzle pieces here, you can figure it out, yeah. guys. And there's been like specific episodes. Like I, I recorded a couple episodes with um my friend Ben, who I'm pretty sure Alex didn't listen to the whole thing, so. I put Alex's like social security number on a couple of those. Oh fuck, man! His like that birth sucks, date, man. his home address. So yeah. he's already doxxed. He just doesn't know. I'm yeah. screwed now, man. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, fuck. I mean, it's 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 good to have you on. Um, we're 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 in a good mood today. We're all here celebrating my mom's birthday. Oh, oh no, just that, that that's just me actually. But um, Mister <laughs> Mister DJ Sale, can you tell us about? <laughs> so I see you're wearing a Yankees hat and a uh, Yankees Cracker Jack box shirt. Um, can no, you? It's weedy. Oh, wait, that was Weedy's name. It looks like it looks like there's nuts and some shit. You can't do bowl. visual gags on the audio show. But no, but I just just for the uh, the audience to understand that he's very much wearing Yankees paraphernalia. Are you a Yankees <laughs> fan? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a, you can say you can say I'm a diehard Yankees fan. I guess. Are you Are you Dominican? I was thinking about how to work like that in. I was thinking about how to work that in. I like the New York Los Yankees. Los Yankees. I, I love those Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees are my favorite team. <laughs> David Ortiz, Papi. <laughs> oh no, no, no. He he played for Boston. No, no, no. Era, era. <laughs> Los Yankees. Los Yankees. But you are you you are Dominican, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm half Dominican. Half All right. Spanish. So I'm only half racist. So we have we have a uh, Dominican Spaniard over here. There we go. Yeah, my uh, I don't, I don't know if this is suitable, but I'm I'm gonna say it anyway. My people of Spain once conquered the Dominicans, and then they reproduced and formulated the population that also gave me half my nationality. Yeah, I'm sure. So. I, I I'm sure that some right, of that was consensual, like <laughs> at least a little bit. I'm sure there. I'm bit. sure someone found love down there. I they mean, probably, they probably like the rating, but they like the you know the. I'm sure out of all of the pillagers <laughs> so, and rapists, there was at least one Spaniard so, who had some game. And he's so, like, you know what? I'm going to make this one cool, like me. Is it, is it cool if we talk about, like, your your family? Like, the thing is, I come from a mixed background family. Like, is it cool if we ask about questions about, you know, growing up mixed? Like, yeah, so, your, cool. so your dad's Spanish or your mom's uh, Spanish? Yeah, exactly. He said it. My dad's Spanish. Your dad's Spanish. Your mom's Dominican. Yeah. So how is it that? I mean, like, uh, you know, assuming that, you know, Spaniards and Dominicans have a lot of cultural similarities. But, like, is there any differences? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as simple as that. Everything but the language they speak. <laughs> you, know, you know, listen, for, for our listeners, they probably don't. They think like, oh, Spanish is Spanish, and these people who speak Spanish are all the same. Could you could you elaborate for our listeners? What is the difference between a Spaniard and a Dominican? So a Spaniard, in this terms of... Uh, or at least, the, no, on a personal level, your parents. What's what's the difference? It's language. It's just as simple as uh, just the dialect of, of uh, the Spanish language is different uh, from... Uh, Don't, like, Spain Spaniard. speakers have, like, a lisp, kind of, like, the way they say some things? I mean, I mean, every, every, just, just the, like a dialect, the language in general little, has, just yeah. has, has like a list, but I think it's just more. I mean, I mean, uh, come from Espana. No, you, you're, 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 yes or no. I mean, it depends how like you, you do word, you like do you do word it. Like they say, like you could say chorizo, but they say chorizo. Like, yeah. like, they <laughs> for some reason, they want to use like the 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 thud noise or like the th yeah. sound or something like that. They just want to put that in there for some reason, but yeah. Or like they don't say like like certain words are different, you know, in Spain compared to you know any any other country. I mean, I, I think that's just that you know, it's just like English. You know, English in England is more. I guess you could say that's the proper language. Like Spanish is the proper language, or Portuguese is the proper language in Portugal. Just the original language, but there's also dialects or variations of them. But you know, that that's what makes everybody unique. I guess you could say. Do you, so, like, I guess, like um, culturally, like 
uh, I mean, being me being an Egyptian and Chilean, my parents have so many different differences and everything. You know, like growing up, my dad's culture is very different from my mom's culture. Um, are you guys like? Are your parents culturally different? You come from like you have like three cultures at home. You know, uh, Dominican, Spanish, and American. <coughs> No, nah, everything's pretty much the same. It's, it's just Spanish. <laughs> Spanish, <laughs> Spanish and English. And, um, I mean, it's like, uh, you, you could say, like, sp- you know, like, my dad's more quieter, which is, I guess, more associated with Spanish people. They tend to be more quieter or more reserved. And then Dominicans are a lot more uh, louder or they express themselves a lot more, you could say. You know, that's funny <laughs> because if you ask Europeans, they'll be like, oh, the Spaniards are, are so loud and very expressive compared to, like, the Finnish, you know what I mean? Or, well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess you yeah. could say from, from like, you know, from well, that, that aspect. You. From a Latino <laughs> perspective, yes. The Spani- Spaniards are, I guess, more reserved than Latinos, I would say. I guess they want to feel superior in a sense or they want to feel like we have to be a certain way. To, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think that's how it is. I, I don't know if that's, like, a I mean, stereotype. Like, I'm putting on my own race <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day it's stereotypes you know what i mean you can find like a lot of people think japanese people are shy but you know you can find very loud japanese people you can find very shy japanese people you can yeah. find very very smart americans and you can find very dumb americans you know think about stereotypes as a as a white man i need to hear the white the white man's perspective well, so, Ryan, so, the, so, ambassador, so are, the ambassador of white men so i feel a little bit disenfranchised right now because you guys you are talking about yeah because you guys are talking about like your mixed mixed backgrounds and your 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 storied past of your families for, coming for, to america for our listeners for our listeners to, i'm to the whitest man uh, of all time ryan ryan is very white uh he auditioned for the tv show uh the whitest kids you know was running for a while that was actually he, a pretty good show it was, it was i really honestly like a really show. good show but anyways so i get in so too white. <laughs> I, was, I was too white for the white kids, you know. But anyways, um, I, I was thinking about like stereotypes. I'm like, I don't know if there's like specific stereotypes for Irish people besides drinking. But I'm drinking right now, and I've been drinking for most of these podcasts. So for me to argue with stereotypes is kind of a moot point, I'd say. <laughs> so I think. I well, mean, technically, I mean, you, well, you have multiple. You probably you're not you're not white. You're probably like I like you're Irish. Like, and well, like I think it's just English. we have a bad track record because like I don't really drink that much in general. But this podcast specifically is an excuse for me to meet with my friends and drink. So I'm like, all right. So so <laughs> Alex texted me uh, like a couple hours ago with like a bunch of like. Very uh, interesting, like, talking points and things he wanted to cover. And I responded back with, like, so are we getting drunk or what? Like, I didn't, like, I didn't want to respond to his actual dialogue or anything. I'm, just, like, I'm like being a shitty friend to him. I just want to say that, honestly, like, comparing Irish Americans with Irish people, you know what I mean? Like, stereotypes, history, all that stuff, right? Oh, I met an actual uh, Irish person who, who I consider myself friends with in, in, like, an older job. And he's, like... You guys are not Irish at all. Like you Irish are, people, you guys are so far. From where's Irish. the accent? <laughs> Listen, Irish people are so cool. Like Irish people, like Europe, are like super progressive, and I guess politically in terms of like, I think how the they closest, and, like, the closest uh, group to it is probably Boston Irish. Like, like grew up, like raised in fucking like I don't know, like fucking Southie or some shit. Like New England Irish is probably the closest American Irish you can get. But I'm from New England. I moved to Jersey. I've been pretty much. 
turned into a Jersey boy for like most of my life, and I am so far removed from whatever the fuck happened in Europe that I'm I, I'm just Ryan. I'm, I'm Irish in name only at this look point. At this, in name and drinks, I guess. Irish people have the IRA, Irish Republican Army, fighting against the British, fighting against colonialism, supporting various liberation movements across the globe, and Irish Americans have the fucking three leaf clover that's green. Uh, oh yeah, it's just fun and games Patrick's for us. Day. It's, there, it's all, one, it is all fun and games for us. I so my the Irish friend that I was talking about. He he lived in uh, Belfast, and he said they oh, would go, fuck. That's yeah. they would go out drinking in what he called the time of the year called riot season. Right, not yeah. summer or winter or fall. Riot season, like okay, an entire okay. season where they would set cars on fire and buildings on fire. Like like two of his Facebook pictures of are, are just him like putting a thumbs up. In front of a burning building, like he's just like sounds yeah, fun. This is this is this is where I, I I walk home from school. Like that, like that's like how he associates home with. Like if it, there's not strange. a burning building, then this is not a normal Tuesday, right? So he so he wasn't like involved in any type of like riots or protests, but he's just like adjacent to all of them. Like he's just right there. He's like, oh yeah, there's people bombed a fucking like government building here. Oh sweet, awesome, cool. Anyways, but, let's go back yeah, to the bar. Wait, wait, wait. You know, like with, with all that you say you could going on, they are nice people in terms. If you had, if you anyone has ever seen, well, I think uh, Alan doesn't go into the World Cup that often. They do go to the Euro Cup, I think. But when they do go to these uh, cup tournaments, I don't know if you guys have ever seen them. I know, people should just just look them up in general. They're some of the nicest people. They're 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 funny. So, no matter how drunk they get, there there is. I remember this one video. You see a bunch of drunk Irish people just come out of the pub. It's, it's normal. But then they were, they were helping moving a, a car that was stuck. I forgot where it was in traffic. I forgot what it was. Or, or uh, they, they, their battery died and they couldn't get out of place. And they, were, and they helped uh, move the cars. I don't know. It was something. It's crazy. And I think this was happening in Russia. The, the last no, World John, Cup. John, listen. I've met English-speaking people from different English-speaking countries all over the world. And I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> this is I'll the authority one, on all people. I'll peoples. tell you one thing. <laughs> listen, I'm not an authority, but I'll tell you one thing from my personal experience that – People say, oh, America is to Australia as New Zealand is to Canada. You know, like Canadians are nice and Australians are assholes and everything. But I'll tell you, every other English-speaking country that, you know, like people from other English-speaking countries that I've met in different countries are a whole whole lot, like, more polite and nicer than Americans. (laughs) We're the worst. You know what? Even even the Brits. Even the Brits. And that's not not saying a lot because the Brits are pretty rude as well, you know? You've seen, like, the the fucking Brits... um, I've seen videos like I've British seen. tourists or British uh, soccer hooligans in different countries, like fucking everything up, you know. Yeah, I've seen that, but then like, also see, you also see the funny and, and like the, the wholesome yeah. sides of them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would say like the, the one I guess specifically Irish thing that I've seen is that if you've ever been to like uh, a funeral with like an Irish family or some type of like 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 like, like, like service like that or some type of memorial service or anything, um, the first like thirty minutes of any type of, like, wake or funeral are, like, terribly sad. Like, it's really rough. They're all thinking about the person they lost. And then, like, minute, like, 31, everyone's, like, drinking and hugging and dancing and laughing and having a great time. Like, I remember uh, my grandmother died when I was when I was a wee boy. I think it was, like, middle school or something like that. And I went, I went home to Massachusetts. I went to see my family. And everyone was, like, devastated. Like, when we first walked in... That, that it was like an open casket. We saw the body. We were very upset. People were crying. And as soon as everyone kind of like settled in and like the actual like service was over, you'd think it was like we just won the World Series. Like it, it the, like the way like the the flip switched so fast. I mean, the, the switch flipped so fast. It was like 
it, it, it was like we, we didn't even know why we were there. Like everyone was just happy to like see each other and see family. And I, I associated that with I, I associate with that with like very like good feelings, and it really makes it feels like a community thing. And everyone's like celebrating, celebrating death, yeah, They're- celebrating the life of somebody, and really like honoring them in that way. But like I, I've I've been to like other like 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 I guess like funeral services and wakes and stuff like that with like people who are like definitely not Irish, and it was. It it was sad and it was depressing, but it just never got to that level where it's just like, you all know, right, for a glad lot of to see people, it. like funeralls this day and age or like family reunions, you know? Yeah. Just, when well, are you going to well, see everybody? Yeah, well, that's, well, that's, well, that's what it was because like Irish families are so big because like my my mom is like one of six and like I, I have probably like 25 cousins on like each side of my family. Yeah. And I'm like one of four, like every, every, all my cousins are like, have like a bunch of kids and everything like with them. So anytime there's a reason for us to meet, whether that's somebody dying or whatever, like a Christmas party or some type of like summer or whatever family reunion, we, we treat it like it's the end of the fucking world. So we have a great time. We, we, we go see everybody. And I, I, I don't know if that's inherently Irish, but it, at least for my family, it, 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 it definitely feels like distinct from what other people are doing. I no, mean, that's definitely, that's definitely uh, common. I used to work in a restaurant in uh, you know, um, the town nearby where we live and it was called uh, La Cibelas. No longer there anymore. Got demolished. Man, that, that restaurant, best Spanish food you can ever have. I could, I mean, if I, if I can give a part of my soul for that food, I would. <laughs> That's how good that food was. You've been to Spain before, right? I've been to Spain. He's been to actual Spain. I've been to (laughs) actual Spain and a restaurant in New Jersey. Iberian Peninsula. (laughs) A restaurant in in New Jersey had just, you know, probably better, if not better food than than going to the actual country stuff. You're going to like a five-star restaurant in Spain. That's probably, probably you know, a better comparison. But if you're going to any other restaurant, this place is better. For our listeners, if you're going to a Spanish restaurant, what's what's the dish to get? Because I always tell everybody get pulpo. Yeah, I do. I do say the same thing. Like, like well, pulpo. Uh, it's it's pulpo gallego. It has to be that pulpo that gallego, style. Yeah. Has to be that style. But also, if they haven't, caldo gallego. Caldo gallego. What's caldo My gallego? God. Explain that to the listeners. It's like um, so like like a like a traditional Spanish meal is um like you know it's it's very healthy. It's um you boil uh, like pork like salted pork um, chicken. And then uh, you also bought in a, another pot, uh, like sausages, like chorizo, um, green beans, uh, not green beans, uh, chickpeas, I mean, uh, like green leaves uh, and cabbage. You boil that all up, and then after that's all done, you just eat that, and then you kind of just put it all in the same pot where the vegetables came in. We talk about funerals before this? I got so off track Wait, for I'll, I'll get back to that, but like, so <laughs> this food's just so good, but like, so like, the, um, you, you, get, you, get all, you get all like this, uh, this the meats that, that, that once you're done with eating, you put all the meats and all the vegetables in this one pot. And I guess like the juices break down, and they form like this liquid from like the the natural broth that you get from the vegetables, and then from the the meats, and you get like this liquid, and that's what like the caldo gallego is. It's kind of like that liquid, but it's a it's a broken down version of a traditional Spanish boiled meal. It's it's, it's crazy. No, there's no, you don't add nothing to it. It's just all natural. So you know, so you, so you're working at the restaurant, and then what happened? Oh yeah, so yeah, the the, the rest the restaurant got, got um, you know, st- <laughs> stuff went down, uh, you know, and uh, the restaurant uh, had, had went under, you know, or I think they closed, I think I think they closed down, you know, for for other reasons, and then uh, got demolished now to bank. But uh, anyway, so when I used to I used to work there, and they used to have funerals there too for services. I used to work like the, the right. afternoon shifts, 
And I remember they used to have a couple funerals there. And like, you know, it's just traditional style funeral. People are sad, you know, have a glass of wine, a beer. But, you know, it's, it's pretty mellow. And I remember the one time only, it was the biggest funeral there. I swear it was 100 people at least. And it was like people in a restaurant, a hundred people in a restaurant. Cause like the, the restaurant was, it was, it was, it was bigger. The first floor and Hassel had a, a second, it had a basement where, where like they party like all like pretty sad or like, what? so I don't know what it is about like Spanish restaurants or even like Italian restaurants. They take so much pride in having like a secret room or like a secondary like oh, yeah. dining area. They're yeah. so like, oh, okay. Well, oh, you, oh, you're one of our favorite guests or you're one of our high rollers. How, how would you come downstairs to the, uh, this basement that's very not well lit, but there's oh, actually a really no, nice table here. That's like the overflow area for when you have a lot of people. Well, no, no. So <laughs> in, 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 a, in a regular restaurant, <laughs> it's the overflow area. But for like a Spanish or like Italian restaurant, they're like, oh, this is the special area like for the VIPs. Right, right. They try to VIP. make it into like a, like a good spot. But like it's, a, like, it's like, hey, we got a wedding or we got a lot of people coming to the restaurant. This is like the place to do it. It's so if, if you've ever been to like an old school Italian restaurant um, – a lot of them would like take pride in having places where like old mobsters used to like sit and eat food and like, oh, this is like the VIP section. But the actual old mobsters, they only sat in places in the restaurant where all the doors and windows were like visible. So they know when like cops were coming. So the actual like VIP spot in like an Italian restaurant is like right near the front, like where you don't want to sit anyways. <laughs> so it's like easily. Escapable. Yeah, it, it's, it's basically like booth seating. Where you can see out of every possible exit. It's not like a, wow, this is a fancy spot for just the high roller Italians. It's just like, nope, this is just, this is the getaway spot, pretty much. Yeah, shit, man. But no, continue with the, so, so, so you had 100 people in your restaurant. Yeah, so there was like um, like 100 people in that restaurant, and it was for a funeral. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually when the funerals are there, you see like, um, I mean, you do get your, you know, your, your, you know, you get some Spanish families, you get some Portuguese families, you get some white families. But this wasn't. You know, like, you know, obviously it's a white family, but it's an Irish family. This one specifically. Oh. Man. Whew. I swear, like, like you, like, like you said, Ryan. Irish people around who will get offended by this. Dude, with, 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 with Irish they, people don't really get offended. No, they don't. They're wholesome people. They're, they're, I swear. they're, they're so <laughs> thick skinned, like, yeah. <laughs> they'll get mad enough to punch you and then forget why they punched you. Like, <laughs> and then have a beer with you because yeah. you're a good person. Right. Go, on, go on, John. Go on. But, John. like, they, um, yeah, it was a bunch of Irish people. Man. Yeah, I, I, like you said. After after they uh they said this they uh, they shed their you know they said their stories you know shed some tears that was it they were they were ordering sangria bottles of beer they were they were drinking some blue label man it's like it's like whatever the white version trashed. of like a mariachi band is like ah yeah we did it like, Dude, I, I mean I, I never I, I was shocked for a funeral I thought like you said it, it felt like it was like someone's bachelor party or it was like a wedding party everybody's just getting hammered and I'm like this is a wedding I was like. I was like, you know what? They must really love this person. Like, that's what they wanted to celebrate their life in hell. You know, you know it's you a weird do. funeral where they're like, there's too much dancing at this funeral. <laughs> there's, there's, there's too much joy happening at this time of death. There's too much. <laughs> there should be no bumping and or grinding at this funeral. <laughs> there should be no. No boots and cats. <laughs> no, none of that no shit. No boots and cats at this funeral. <laughs> you don't need. You don't need some uh, some uh, soulful house at this funeral. <laughs> but yeah, actually, so, that's the only electronic music I want at my funeral. Soulful house. So, we just talked about the departure of Alex's uh, soul patch. He needs some soulful I, house listen, to fill that uh, listen, this soul to fill patch, that void. Look, you know, Wait. honestly, you're uh, speaking to John. He will never relate because honestly, he has. 
the thickest. John has had about the beard. I think it's about a cat. For, I, I, I could have thought. I thought they said like your your cat for some reason. John, John has had the best John beard I've known beard. since we were like children. Since we were children. Was, he's had like a full beard and like no gaps between. So the hair. I, like, I, I've I've funny. I've been out with Amazing. John on multiple occasions where I was stopped by multiple women who were like, "What what ethnicity is he? He's like." Ethnically ambiguous. He looks. People, so, he's like, why, he's like, why didn't you tell me this? He's, he's like part Dominican, <laughs> part Arab looking, like part like a lot of Spaniards, like a lot Slavic. Of Dominicans. He looks of Arab. like a. Yeah, my my beard makes me look Arab, he but looks very but, Arab, but yeah. if you go back into the history books, I mean, the the Muslim people did conquer Spain. They conquered Spain, and they and, and they also, and they made it. I'm assuming with the, the inhabitants there. I mean, I, I, I take that. So you know, for some strange that. reason, though, honestly, a lot of Dominicans I, I see they look Egyptian. But then again, it all stems from the weirdest could thing. Potentially be weirdest thing. Listen, I'll tell you a weird story. So I went to, um, I was in, um, I was in Japan, and I was trying to learn Arabic, and I was like chilling with like the Muslim community there, and I went to a mosque in Japan. So it's weird because you you don't know if there's a fucking mosque. There's a mosque. Wait. In Japan, let me tell you. I, I, I just it just hit me now. You said you went to Japan to learn Arabic. No, I was in Japan and I, I was there for a while. I'm like, hey, listen, there's free Arabic classes. I was going to mosques basically in Japan. So wait, wait. When you go to a mosque in Japan, when they have to like pray to Mecca, do they need, do they need like Google Maps to figure out like which uh, which listen, direction to like prayer, go? Prayer to Mecca is is basically like in Japan, and you know it's um it's east of Mecca, so they have to pray to the west. But, okay. But here's the thing, right? Like, so I go to a mosque in Japan and. Um, it's going to like so basically. I was going to a Saudi mosque for a while. It was owned by like the. It was somehow related to the Saudi government or something. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to go to another mosque. And um, this mosque is a lot of Egyptians, right? So I meet this woman who's speaking to me in like Egyptian Arabic. She looks Egyptian, and I'm just like, hey, I don't speak a lot of Arabic, but I'm like talking to her. And she asked me, she's like, "Are you Latino, right?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." And it turns out she's Dominican. So she's a Dominican who looks like straight up Egyptian. So your 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 I don't know if we ever actually said this on the show. Your father's Egyptian and your mother's Chilean. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen more of that like mix elsewhere? Because you, you're probably the most diverse person I know, just on paper. Like uh, here's the, the thing: the, the biggest. If you go to Chile, mix. like if you go to Chile and you go to like the um, there's like different parts of Santiago. I know. Yeah, go ahead. Cheers. I'll take well, one. Yeah. Oh yeah, let let me get one here. Uh, so if you go to Chile, and you go to like certain parts of Santiago, right? Um, there's like a lot of Palestinians. There's a lot of um, what's it called? Um, lots of Palestinians, lots of uh, Lebanese, lots of Arabs in general. In Latin America, there's a lot of Lebanese. Can I say uh, Lebanese people make some of my favorite Arabic food? Yeah, Lebanese food is pretty good. Really good. It's really good. really good. But t- them and Turkish guys, they, they do fantastic kebabs, which is one of the only one of the only types of Arabic food I actually know. But boy, do they know their way around a goat? Let me tell you. Yeah, no, I'll tell you. Uh, do they know their way around a goat, boy? Oh, gosh. Lebanese, uh, Lebanese have good food. Um, but yeah, in Latin America, there's a lot of Lebanese people, a lot of Palestinians. Um, Thank you. But that's it's pretty cool, honestly. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are I ha- like back stateside. There's not a lot of Chilean Egyptians. But there's a lot of like Peruvian Egyptians, especially this area has a lot of Peruvians, a lot of Latinos mixed with Arabs. Arabs and Latinos have like a that, and also you see you see a lot of Indians uh, too. It's all it's all mixed, I guess. You know, for some reason, the the best like non Latinos who speak Spanish like perfectly or like 
from my experience, or like uh, South Asian people, like Pakistanis and Indians, they speak perfect Spanish for some reason. I mean, do you think Spanish-speaking countries don't need their own customer service? Let's <laughs> <laughs> probably cut that out. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. I feel bad about cutting that out. Transition. Fuck. All right, all right. We took a we took a very brief break for. Um, Alex said something about he, he 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 had a baby bladder, a baby penis, or something like that. Oh, no, no, I had to, um, I had to pee honestly because sure. we've been drinking a lot tonight, and um, <laughs> we're, dr- we're drinking in moderation. 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 <laughs> we're drinking responsibly, folks. It respons- Yeah, sure. Responsibly, we're drinking responsibly and not driving simultaneously. We are not driving. So, not yet. Right, we're, sure. we're gonna be driving in an we are, hour. We're, we're all sitting right at the kitchen table. All right. Anyways, yeah. so. Alex has brought up to my attention the nightlife of the now dying, maybe rebirth, zombified New York City, and um, he brought up something. I, I think you had a specific right, word guys, for it. Let me let me tell you about this. All right? <laughs> this is New so, Yorker on the on the online here. Let me tell here. you about Alex. New York. All right, listen. I work in New York, and uh, I'm, I won't say exactly where my office is or whatever or what the bars are because I want to protect the identity. He actually, works in Harrison, New Jersey. Oh yeah, totally. But um, you know, there's a Harrison, New York, by the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, no, no. So I work in New York City, and uh, I go to a bunch of bars. And um, I remember going the other day to a bar, and um, won't name the bar, but um, the bar stays op- was staying open past curfew time. You know, Ooh. interesting, right? Wait, wait, wait. It's pretty cool. Continue. But um, wow, damn, that's spooky, spooky bars. <laughs> but uh. I remember talking to some like uh, some people at the bar, and uh, they said they were doing the uh, the Cuomo challenge. The Cuomo challenge, and the Cuomo challenge is, is that the, is that a government chance challenge? Not, is that it's a, uh, not it's not hiding the amount of senior citizens who have died in COVID nineteen. It's, it's, uh, not, uh, it's <laughs> not it's not sexually harassing your your subordinates <sighs> or, or, uh, or not not the nipple rings either. Not so, the nipple rings. So, so, you're saying, oh, so you're saying the Cuomo challenge isn't lifting weights in front of a camera and lying about it to It's not writing a watching. book about how you beat the pandemic when it's, you're it's, still in the middle it's of It's not pandemic. talking about the daily habits of your daughter and what's going on in her personal life. It's not life. being an Italian stereotype, overly overly American Italian stereotype. I would you- say Cuomo is an Italian stereotype. I'd say he's a champion of the Italian people. He 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 rose to the highest office potentially. That oh, yeah. most heard, Italians would, would, would be popular in Italy. Yeah. I mean, well, he, he, you know, last year this guy was, you know, getting potentially nominated for election. You know, bro, and everybody was talking about how. Can we talk about that for a second? Like, that's so, how crazy this stuff so is. So, Governor Cuomo <laughs> kind of did nothing about COVID, but he just talked about it enough. We're like, this guy means business. He really he's he arguing with President Trump about getting just testing talks. and sites and and government he's aid. Talking back so to President him, Trump. So, so the idea of him just talking to President Trump about potentially getting aid was enough to. Pot- like nominate him for president in people's eyes, which is really hilarious because like six months later they're like, yeah, he's like getting really grabby and really uh, <laughs> but, but also, forward with a lot of his aides and interns and stuff sounds, like that. It like, sounds fitting with the, you know how within the structure. Oh well, yeah, you know. <laughs> listen, Cuomo's. So what is so what is the Cuomo Cuomo's challenge? things aside? There's the Cuomo challenge. The Cuomo challenge. And I I spoke to these uh, where, where the people are betting their like bar licenses, and like people, their, their liquor people licenses. People are saying that hey, when your governor tells you you can't go out. You go out anyway. So they have, like, they go to a bunch of bars and everything, and they, uh, they do the Cuomo Challenge. The idea of a curfew in New York City is hilarious because, like, so I grew up, I turned 21 in North Jersey, and what you do is you go to, like, a Hoboken, you go to New York City, 
New York City bars close at like four in the morning. Probably and, close. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, some of them close. There's after hour spots that are open to like six, and by the <laughs> time you're done with the after hour spots, the regular bars just open back up again. So you can potentially drink all night if you really needed to, but. Now, with all this COVID stuff happening, they're like, oh, the virus comes out at nighttime. You guys have to close at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. Ooh, like, what does that mean? If you're wearing masks, if you're not wearing masks, the people that are going out, they're obviously taking a risk. I don't know what the time frame has to do with it. Like, oh, we don't want you riding the subway at 11.30 p.m. Ooh, like, that's so fucking stupid. So, I mean, I don't care if you're a COVID denier or if you're super into all the propaganda and the mass and the quarantine and the vaccine. What great, fantastic. I don't know what the time change has to do with anything. So the idea of a curfew for anyone is turning a society into children. So I don't know what that means. Uh, yeah, you, you get COVID whether regardless you know, if you if you listen, try to people get COVID at nine A fucking end. I listen, I don't want to see you get labeled as an anti masker podcast because I no. wear a mask again. Well that's what I'm else. saying. Even if you are but that guy, I what does the time say, have to do with it? But I will say yes, there's I mean like the virus doesn't just wake up at night and attack you at night. <laughs> Governor Cuomo says the virus goes to bed every night at 10.31 p.m. <laughs> no, no, so no, you guys no. all got to be home, tucked in your little covers, and you can be home, and you, nothing will happen to you. It will well, yeah, be really yeah, the, good. Vi- the virus doesn't just strike you at night, so that's why you don't have to stay home. But you don't have to wear a mask at nighttime. You can just you can stay home with your yeah. cookies and your milk, and nothing bad will ever happen yeah, yeah, because no. the virus is sweeping until tomorrow morning when it's going to kill more elderly. Yeah, that's, that's no, that's that that not quote, the case. Is that a Cuomo impression? <laughs> that's a baby impression because we're all a society of babies, babies living in New York babies. now. It's fucking stupid. Listen, Fuck you. Look, look. Honestly, like I don't know. Curfews. To tell you the truth, listen, curfews. To tell you the truth. I yeah, I'm 14. I have a curfew. I'm not gonna comment on the public health, you know, things about. It. I'm not a public health professional, but I will tell you that it is it is peculiar. It's only hurting small businesses. Nightlife, it's only hurting nightlife. Nightlife for no reason. Is more well. Listen, maybe if you're drunk, you're going to be talking a lot more. You know, whatever. You know, but I mean, like, then close the bar. Close the bar completely if you're going to be that guy. People get drunk at fucking two p.m. You still get. You can still get drunk outside with the day. I have been day drinking in New York more than I've been night drinking in New York. All right, that's that's part of it. Listen, listen, you're going to get the virus regardless. Work work during the day, you know. You know. Oh, look, a lot of people have gotten the virus, and it's affected people differently, you know. But yeah, I, mean, I, I had it. I had the yeah, virus, and I, was, and I was very, oh, I was very uh, your, uh, your first guest to have the, the virus. Uh, oh, man. With the vid, with the <laughs> COVID-19. Uh, How much did the it shrink The battle of the vid. No, I actually enlarged it. Oh, cool. But, uh, Sweet. Oh, wow. Good, uh, go, oh, we got the vaccine. We're fucked. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it actually said if you had the vaccine, it does shrinkage, you know, by, you know, good... Good four inches. Do- doctors are furious. <laughs> you, you you catch COVID nineteen. <laughs> doctors hate him. Well, the ones who got, got that water, that water based vaccine got huge. <laughs> the ones who got that water based vaccine are kind of okay. It's a water based vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I got an oil based vaccine. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's really good on the private parts, I just, but uh, I just got a synthol injection. Yeah, <laughs> I got allergies down there. I got like a skin condition, but otherwise, like we're real good. Like I mean. It's, I wouldn't say it's enlarged, but it definitely feels more full, you know? So tell us tell us about uh, the vid. Tell us about uh, COVID-19, uh, John, slash DJ. As a, wait, wait, 28? Yeah, turning uh, 29. 28-year-old man, in the, in the potentially in the prime of your life. This, this might be as good as it ever gets. A healthy Listen, beard. He's, your, your he's prime, pretty healthy. Your prime of your life is however your mindset is at. If you're six yeah. years old and you, and, you, and you feel like that's the prime of your life, 
That's a prime. Yo, man, you hit your prime that's, at six. That's too deep. That's man. a rough yeah, life. That's I don't know how to swim, deep. man. That's yeah, bro. Deep. I peaked at six. It is. It's never gotten better. It's never gotten better from there. So, so tell me, tell me about it. Like, what, what were your symptoms? How'd you feel, man? Yeah, so it's crazy. Um, Much of heartburn, indigestion, also stomach diarrhea. Did you need Pepto Bismol? It all started. I went to a New York City part. I'm just kidding. No, no. The, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, but uh, anyway, so um, yeah, so like I, I don't I even know how I got it to be honest because I'm I'm pretty uh protective. You say because my mom, you know, I try try to be careful because my mom. So I always wear my mask everywhere I go. Uh, use hand sanitizer. Can you, you know. pinpoint like where you got it specifically or no? I I mean I, I got what, it. What's I, your hypothesis? What do you think? You got I got it. it um, like I can say I got sick prior to Thanksgiving. I would say like it was like that like that Sunday. I, I woke up, my throat was a little sore, you know. I coughed, but like you know, I'm like, all right, it's nothing. Come Tuesday, I'm like, all right, so I, I feel kind of weird, you know. I'm feeling a little weak. I'm like, maybe, maybe something's off, but I still had, you know, everything. Everything's normal in terms of you know your smelling and, and your uh, you know your sense of smell and your taste. And I, I just didn't think anything of it. The next day, Wednesday, I started losing my uh, my taste, and I was like, oh crap. And um, no, 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 oh, my mistake. That was Friday. Wednesday started getting more sick. Wednesday, it was like each day progressively got worse, but I didn't lose my uh, my sense of taste and smell until till the day after Thanksgiving. Thank God I didn't infect nobody in my family for Thanksgiving. So I'm not sure, you know, well, I wasn't, I, I couldn't give it. Uh, well, then again, I, I did, um, I didn't infect my sister, my older sister, you know, my, my, my in terms of her family, you know, I didn't infect them. My little sister, my mom, yeah, they got sick. They Were got you like cool. isolating yourself at home? Or were I didn't you actively re- trying to like knock anybody sick. When I, when I was just you know I, just, I felt like I had a cold, so at first I just I just treated it as if it was just a cold. So I was kind of just you know I just keep my distance a little bit. You had a cold during the pandemic, and you're just like, oh, this is a cold. Because because <laughs> that, that's like it was like yeah, bro, I got the virus back in February last year, 2016. This isn't COVID nineteen. I swear to God, bro, I had it like it's, in it's, 2018, it's a, it's a 2019. You know? I, I swear, the, I, I had COVID back in the 70s, bro. It's nothing. I'm already immune. It's, that's, it's that's, a, that's a great John impression. Little, I definitely got Little it does everybody know John was actually uh, raised in Southie in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, all right. So, a little, little context here. I don't know if this episode is ever going to get released, but John was part of the Broken O's trip in uh, fucking, was it Pennsylvania we were in? Yeah, for our yeah. listeners, uh, Broken O's is basically. We were in the uh, goddamn Poconos in Pennsylvania. It was nine of us, ten of us. How many people? Nine, 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 nine grown us, men. Nine grown men, and we all went to high school together, different years. We, all, we, we but so, we had our own makeshift high school reunion. So yeah, so our our high yeah, school good, reunion was, was supposed to be actually this year, twenty twenty one, was our ten yeah. year reunion. Mine was technically last year. <laughs> was it our ten year reunion? Yeah, we, 10, we graduated. Years, we wow. graduated twenty eleven. Be, be ten years for you guys. It'll be ten years for us, and this is your eleventh year. We yeah. are well past our prime. We are old <sighs> men. So, anyways, so we we made a makeshift high school reunion. Uh, we, in our version of that, was just getting nine adult men. We brought them into the woods in this like very nice cabin. It's called uh, Casa Serenity. If you're Casa Serenity, an Airbnb yeah, fan, guys, Airbnb. But uh, we had a great time. Um, we had a bunch of people there. Um, we had our drinks. We had our vices. We did whatever we had to do. But um, basically. I had a lot of backlash from uh, my sister who was just like, oh, you're going to go there and you're going to get inflicted with the virus and you're going to bring it back and you're going to kill your whole family. I'm like, well, 
I'm already vaccinated, and like half the people going to the house are already Honestly, vaccinated. most people at the fucking house were vaccinated. Well, well yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was, it was just minimum. me and so uh, me and someone else. I was probably I, had like COVID nineteen already. And well, he well, at, at minimum, half of us were about vaccinated. More and, than half, I'm pretty sure. And, yeah, more than half vaccinated. The rest were probably had antibodies, possibly still. because of their well, because well, they had like a recent. Well, yeah, infection. so that's the thing. So, so, so we so we go out to this cabin in the woods, and we're thinking like, oh, we're gonna go to casinos, we're gonna go out clubbing, we're gonna do whatever. We never left the fucking house. We just stayed homeless. <laughs> we honestly, stayed, we stayed in the house. We got drunk. We, we played like, Super Smash Brothers. We played with like fucking like Nintendo Switch, and that was we like got a, very drunk the whole time. Like, oh, if there if there was a virus, it died had in this way house. Way too much snack food. Yeah. Oh yeah, the chips burgers. are insane. We, 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 oh we God, made a bunch of sandwiches with fucking. Think about the variety of chips oh, yeah. we had. We had like a ridiculous variety of chips. Man, I've, I've, man. I must have gained like three or four. Like even Ryan was mentioning how much like we were gaining weight after. I felt bad. The, I felt the, really I, bad. I, I the, mo- the mornings, the I, I, I wasn't hungover the, in the mornings. My stomach was just hurting for the amount of chips I ate. That being said, a virus <laughs> could not survive in the conditions that we set for it. there any longer, we would have died of alcohol poisoning yeah. or obesity. <laughs> if if, if, or if any whatever, of us were right? to die that weekend, it would not be because of the virus. It'd be because yeah, of hard conditions, a myriad of other things from obesity. all the chips. So. I, I was telling my sister, I'm like, first of all, I can't, I can't bring it back to you guys because there's no way that a virus could live in these conditions. Second of all, like, I'm, I'm going back to Delaware to like <laughs> to be with my cats, <laughs> and then we're just gonna just, just just go bask in the filth that is over there. So I mean, I don't know, but yeah. So John was part of that trip, and he's since survived. He's not gotten COVID again. He's been a good boy. No, but yeah, tell yeah, us, pretty good. Tell us about like, um, what was the worst part of COVID? Like, can you tell me about that? Um. The throwing up. You can say the puking. Did you, so you had, like, throwing up as a symptom. Yeah, that was one of my symptoms. Man, I had that for, like, five days. You can't see colors five anymore. Five days, really? Like, was it, like, a stomach virus? You can't see like the color it, green it anymore. Felt like a, it, it felt like I had the flu and a stomach virus at the same time. You could say, and that, that's pretty much what it is. You know, the flu, flu is pretty much, like, you know, like, kind of like a cold plus body aches, and then a stomach virus, just puking. It's hard to eat food. Pretty much COVID that. COVID make you puke, and, like, did you lose weight? <laughs> Dude, I probably think I think I lost five to ten pounds. Probably. Well, pounds I know a guy. Pounds, he got uh, COVID, and it diminishes immune system to the point where he got pneumonia. On top of that, and from COVID with pneumonia, he lost like twenty five pounds. That's terrible, man. And it fucked him up. Like he had was he a skinny guy to begin with? Or he was, he was a larger guy, but he lost so much weight from just having COVID on top of like pneumonia and all this other stuff. It like it like beat the shit out of him. Well, so probably, he, didn't, probably his body didn't look he, right. He, too he, he was out of commission for a couple months. He came back and he's like gaunt and he's like like fucking. You can tell like like weight from like his face was lost. Was and he stuff still like a that. big guy. He still he, he his frame was just a bigger guy. He's like he was like six foot five. Okay, yeah, but he, he it, it was it was it was rough coming back because like he had to build up an appetite again. He had to build up his cardio again because like he go from like fucking a hundred to zero. Was he like a fat guy or like a muscular guy? He was. He was. He was like a muscular guy. I'd say. Yeah, all right. But like his cardio went to like nothing. He had trouble breathing for a while. He couldn't really get out of bed, and it took a while to get back into yeah, it. Man. And this wasn't like an out of shape guy. Really, it wasn't like a it was fucking an guy, shape guy, like a yeah. lethargic guy. So it, it, it was rough for him. So he lost like twenty five pounds. Twenty five pounds in like oh, two months. That's terrible. So he's like fucking. All toilet, he used to just like ruin his day. So I mean, it, it, was, it was a bad time. I've, known, I've met like a bunch of people who like who have had COVID, and um, I, in my honestly, experience, people with like a with like a larger frame definitely have a harder time of it. Like people who are overweight or who are suffering from other stuff that's not like cardio respiratory related have like a hard time. But um, it's it's I mean, for most people, like the, the, like the 
survival rate is like 98%. But for the people yeah. that it hurts, yeah. it fucking fucks you up. I know somebody, so like, I know someone who's passed away from COVID, mm-hmm. and I know like, he was an older guy. Yeah. But I know like, I know people like my age who just tell me that their symptoms are, they're really tired. And yeah. Like, so, so like most people, it's like a bad flu, but for the people that it gets, if you get fucked. Yeah. It's, like, it's, 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 either, it's either or. You get my, your shit um, kicked in. Like I, ha- I had crazy, it. Yeah. Like I had it my, my Thank God, you know, like my mom, she has a, you know, like, you know, she, I guess she has a, a immune deficiency. Not, she's not immune deficiency, but she has like her own problems that, that can, you know, COVID could make it worse. She had COVID. Thank God nothing happened to her. If she didn't have it as bad as me. I had it the worst out of my family. My sister, she had it too. Wasn't anything bad. So, I mean, like COVID, it's serious, but like it ain't, it isn't, if, if you can, if your body, if, as long as you, if you could breathe fine, you don't need to go to the hospital. I'll say. To tell you the truth, like I'm fully vaccinated now, but. Honestly, my biggest concern was getting my parents vaccinated because, you know, yeah, they're older, you know. Yeah, you're my, my, about your parents. So my dad is who I was worried about, and he got it, like, first, luckily. And then I got mine after, then my mom, then everybody else. And I was like, oh, my, if, if, if I'm the fucking guy to, like, kill my dad over this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose yeah, my mind. That, the guilt you'd have. Yeah. I would lose <laughs> my mind. <laughs> That's how I was terrible. thinking of when like, I had it. I was like, Every man, time I go home, I'm like, mom. oh, yeah, you're the, you're, the, you're the son that killed your father. Remember the, Remember <laughs> Italy? In the beginning of the pandemic, everybody's like, all right, all these old people are getting it because young people are with their parents and they're giving it to their parents. Italy is rough because, like, you'd have, like, three generations living in one household. And right, that's, like, yeah. part of, like, yeah. the customs of, like, <laughs> that it's terrible, country. Man. Yeah, Imagine, like, honestly, I couldn't imagine, like, transmitting it to somebody, you know? And it, I, I, <laughs> I think I felt. <laughs> I would have gave it to terrible. my own family. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you gave it to your mom. Right? I gave it to my mom. And, like, every like the days when I when I started feeling better, she was, it, like, when, let's say, when it was, like, Day ten, because it, it literally is like a two a two week period. It, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it literally two week period. Day ten, you know, I'm starting feeling better. I'm, I could breathe more properly. My chest isn't as tight. And my mom, she's only like day seven, so she's still oh, she, no. she, she's still in the middle of it. And I'm seeing her, and I'm seeing her going through the worst parts of it. And I know she is because I, I went through it. And I'm I just feel terrible because like I gave that too. I didn't mean to. Never yeah, tried I mean, to. And it's like it's your mother. You, you last person you want to get sick. It's good that she mom, th- you know? th- th- that she got through it. Obviously, which was which great. Yeah, you, thank were God. You, were you there? Like, were you helping out your mom? Oh yeah. Th- at first, it's funny because they were helping me because I was sick. And oh then, man. And because like, that's how bad it was. I couldn't. I couldn't do certain things. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't like you know get. They they just giving me stuff. I had my door closed. I, every time I left my room, just to go to the bathroom, I had a mask on, gloves on. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, when I started getting better. Um, I had, I had, uh, or like, you know, not getting better, but like where I was able to manage, manage myself and I could see that they were struggling, at least my mom, my little sister, I try to help them as best as I could. And, you know, it was, it's just like a period. You just, you just help each other out as best as you can during, during the whole process. Do you think your family like got closer after COVID? No, we're just still the same. We've always been close. Right? Yeah, it's like I don't, I don't know, like close. You know, it's family. You know, you got brothers and sisters. But like, yeah, in yeah, my we're family, still COVID close. has only caused just like political arguments, which is very funny. Because like, my 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 uh, my father definitely felt differently about it than like my sister did and my brother did and stuff like that. Was your and dad scared or was he like nonchalant? No, he was fine. But he's like at the same time, he's like the most at risk for it. My dad was like, "Fuck!" In the beginning, he just didn't give a shit. He was like, "Oh yeah, whatever. It's the flu, right?" And then, like, we had to convince him, hey, man, like, you shouldn't go to the to the supermarket without a mask. Well, you're saying before, like, Egypt, the, like, they don't wear masks at all. Listen, Egypt doesn't <laughs> care like about done. wearing masks. Listen, I'll tell you one thing. So, um, my dad has an office in a very Egyptian part of New Jersey. and um, Great place, by the way. Great place. Ryan, Ryan's familiar. <laughs> I used to work there. Right from, so, raised me from birth. So, um, <laughs> there's a pharmacy near uh, one of his offices. And uh, it's run by Egyptians. Yes. And this pharmacy, 
uh, the previous pharmacist died of COVID-19. Oh, my God. The new pharmacist (laughs) is an Egyptian. I think it's it's owned by Egyptians. Uh And uh, this pharmacy offers free COVID tests. So paid for by the government. But there's a line of people wearing masks to get their free COVID tests. Now, pharmacy customers are a bunch of Egyptians not wearing masks. And the pharmacists aren't even wearing masks, which is pretty ridiculous. And <laughs> listen, mind you, this is back in October when I went there. Like, no, no, actually, it was in November. This is back in November when I went there to get a COVID test. And I was like, holy fuck, you know, like, how the fuck is the pharmacist not wearing a mask? Meanwhile, there's a whole line of people wearing masks and there's like medical staff testing people with masks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember uh, <laughs> I, I used to work for your father very briefly at a... Uh, when I was in grad school, is it, is it very fun time in my life? I learned a lot. He sent me to one of those. I don't know if it's that specific pharmacy. He sent me to one of those like uh, vaguely non-American pharmacies to get like aspirin or something. He's like, "Yeah, can you give me a can you aspirin?" Here's like twenty bucks. I'm like, all right, that's a lot of money for aspirin. I go there. They only have uh, bottles and quantities of like seven hundred pills. I'm like, <laughs> "Are you sure this is the only option?" I think he only needs like one or two. They're like, "Yeah, this is what you want. This is it." <laughs> like, bring it back to him, and I give him the I give him the the box. He's like, "Perfect, thank you." I'm like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like, you want me to go like make a return or something? Like, I can I give you one of those like little like individual like wrapped. Like, trials. Like, no, no, this is what I want. I want seven hundred pills. Yeah, of, of aspirin. My dad needs a lot of aspirin. <laughs> like, I'm like, is this why you gave me twenty dollars? He's like, yeah, that's what it costs. I'm like, that's not what it costs. Normal pharmacy is like three dollars, not this fourteen ninety nine. I mean, I've seen I've seen the ones that are like they're thirty or like one for like what, what each day of the month or something like that, or like fifty or like all right, you might have to use this like keep it in your medicine cabinet. But like, no, five hundred or seven hundred pills. Like Jesus Christ! Oh man, it's for like two years worth of aspirin. So happy you and my dad got along real well. <laughs> He's my Egyptian dad. He's like my best friend. Honestly, yeah, no, I can see my dad getting along with you. Really well. if, if, if my parents died in a fire, I'm moving to your house. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's non-negotiable. You're you are you are my adopted. I'm not moving down in the basement. Yeah. I'm moving upstairs. I'm living with him. <laughs> live upstairs. Yeah, I'm living, I'm living with him. <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, there we go. This, this place is nice and all, but I'm I'm living with yeah, my family. You, you can live upstairs. So. <laughs> I'll give you my room. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'm glad everyone is okay. We kind of made it out of the pan- pandemic relatively unscathed. I mean, sorry to those that, that have been lost and everything like that, but I, I'm, I'm very grateful and blessed that my immediate family and uh, friends and stuff like that have been in good in good spirits. Coming, like, yeah. John, minutes. so I just want to know about your music. So what kind of, uh, tell us about your genre. Like, do you have a genre or like, what do you usually like? Honestly, he was saying on? something like specific to some types of house and he does a little yeah, bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, I like house music. That's just like my preferred genre, you could say. But there's there's more to the house uh, umbrella than just calling it house music. Because like, I like, you could say G house, which is kind of like, in a sense, like it has like hip hop type beats into house music for like a flair, you could say. Also, I like a more of like vocal type house. I've been getting into more of like uh, getting like um, house music that's more, you know, brand new style music, but it has uh, throwback type lyrics from like stuff from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, so that, yeah. that way everybody can relate to it. It's kind of good to bring people into that. And then, um, you know, it's obviously just plays like, you know, straight what, what's your What's your like BPM usually? Oh, uh, like your BPM. So, like you know, your beats per minute. I, I usually am always around like one twenty six. If I want, if I want to, you know, step it up a little bit, go to one twenty seven. I like that. Good job. One twenty eight. 
And uh, but I've, I've been getting into uh, a lot of melodic house too. Melodic house, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because um, you know, like I feel like everybody, you know, you know, with the times, you know, how we're going, you know, everyone's stressing, everybody's uh, always on on nerve, you know, this, you know, something about, you know, everybody you need a little positivity, so have a little melodic, you know, melody to, you know, coming into coming into your vibes, it might bring some goodness to you. John, I listened to like to be honest, when I was running every day, I used to listen to a lot of uh, disco house, uh, funky disco house. That's What's popular. your opinion? What's your opinion on that? I'm like, I'm not like. That's not the. I don't play that type of music, you know, per se. I mean, there are a, a song or two that I, I will play on my sets, though, that I do like. I mean, there's up there, there's other DJs that just play disco type house music in general. That's just. Um, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I feel like that's a particular taste because you know, everybody, not everybody likes that funkiness. You know, not everyone likes to get down. You know, with it. You yeah, know, yeah. But, but you know, like, <laughs> I mean, um, but it's it's not bad. I, I found I found one song that. Um, it kind of has a. It, it took. It's sampled off a of Funky Town. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty good song. So my next um, set, I'm gonna try to play. I'm gonna play that song live. Have you experimented with any like original productions or original music, or you guys do a lot a lot of like mixes and stuff? I mean, yeah, obviously my music, my my mixes when I, when I stream, uh, it's always just music created by other DJs or other producers. Um, I I do want to get into more production. I've I've um, you know I mess with uh you know Logic Pro. I remember you made a couple mixes and tracks and stuff like that. That, that were like your own thing that came out pretty good. I mean yeah the, the, yeah my mixes and yeah obviously when you mix it's technically your own personal mix in general, but using other people's music. I do want to get to the more production side where I have my own type of music. Yeah, that yeah. that way, like it's it's my it's my music completely. That way, no one has that sound. Yeah, I remember but we were talking to uh, Odyssey and we were looking for like samples and stuff to use in the show because we used uh. Monument of Memories. We used uh, a couple like rapper friends I have, like their stuff. And I was like, "Oh, Odyssey, you, you and John, you, you, you sent us some stuff for your music." I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it would work because our mixes are like thirty minutes a piece, like minimum. To the number one music podcast. Yeah, in the <laughs> we've become States. the music podcast. But I was like, "Yeah, I mean, a minute or two minutes of this probably wouldn't make sense because it's more about like the transitions and stuff like that." For Yo, John, how long? Look, how long have you been a DJ actually? Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of cool. So, um, couple, like I'll say maybe I'll say at least, at least like five years, maybe more. I was randomly at, um, not randomly. I was at, I was at a backyard party, you know, so, um, Odyssey, I think I was there. Odyssey, uh, he usually had, he used to have his, uh, his famous backyard parties before oh, yeah. other friends used to have his was same yard back. Was this at the 4th of July or it could have been 4th of July. I'm not 100% sure. You were there. I was I, there. I, there, there, there are some I was backyard there. parties where we all were here. Not only was I there, I, I was I was talking to uh, a female using Google Translate. <laughs> Remember oh. when we were talking about this in the last episode? Oh my God. In the notes app? Yeah. It was one of those. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This, this was years ago. This was probably like five, six years okay. ago. Okay. So, so was this was at a an Odyssey party? Yeah, it was an Odyssey backyard party. Just you know, a gathering of people. Great gathering, by the way. Fantastic food. Great people. <laughs> great views. <laughs> they, they, they all started like was noon, and they ended like fucking like two a.m. Was that when you started like learning how to DJ? So I, I always uh, had the, had the, the thought of my head. I, I would hear music. I always play beats in my head. I always make random beats. I kind of like not like I'm not a beatboxer, but I kind of just like play beats in my you know you know with my mouth. I, I just I'm always just playing beats. I feel like my my destiny is to be a, a producer. A music producer. I feel like because I, I always hear music in my head. I always play with beats. I like to mash things up. I feel like that's my destiny. I haven't got into it yet fully, which is my fault. But yeah, I gotta get into that anyway. So but playing, um, playing beats with your mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, <laughs> you, would you say you're good with your mouth? 
Alex, that's for your our lane. For our listeners. He's trying to brag For our right listeners. Now. For our listeners. Listen. Wow, wow. Alex Listen. is right on top of He's trying to throw me a curveball right here. With, when clearly with, everyone with knows this one. that's there his is, specialty. Wow, wow. There wow. is no answer I, c- I could give that makes me sound great because Alex put me in this type of situation that he's well famous for. For our, for our, <laughs> for our female listeners, we have a, uh, we have a very uh, skilled uh, beatboxer right here. This... Uh, but any, anyway uh so yeah like too much macaroni in my beatbox <laughs> but yeah so so like randomly there was a dj uh <laughs> okay enough enough of that unsightly sound honestly that made me sad it's pretty gross <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right so uh, but uh, yeah, so, yeah continue john yeah there was like a random dj that that was like i forgot what, i forgot what this dude's name was but he was uh at uh this party and i was like i was just interested i was like yo i was like so like just, just tell me the pieces of djing and he just told me just like the simplicities of it and then that's what uh this comedy got me started and um I bought my own mixer that following Christmas. Do you have any uh, aspirations going forward or something you were kind of working towards in terms of DJ stuff? Yeah, our group, we're trying to get a little bit, you know, a little more known. We want to do have our own, like, uh, you could say mini festival Ooh. where um, we kind of have. Actually, I like that. We kind of invite people. We kind of probably sell tickets, maybe, possibly. If not, yeah. we kind of have a small gathering of our own personal friends and kind of have, like, a more festival type of vibe. And, um, you know, and, and just uh, that's what we're trying to go towards that. And then also, you know, Make make our stream get more successful. How long have the Bacuridians been a group? Uh, since uh, September, I think. Yeah, September. So the, very very recent, actually. Last yeah, year. very recent. Not, not, not almost a year. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Follow them. Hit them up on Twitch. Um, I, I I've I've seen a bunch of their like streams and stuff like just randomly like like when it pops up. I have a great time. They they are like. They're pretty wacky. Such high energy <laughs> for like the entire stream. Like it, 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 it's really fun. It's really entertaining. Um, they're very interactive with all like the the Twitch chats and everything like that. Um, I, I had a great time for like the very small experience I had with them. But um, <laughs> great man. I, I mean, really like good. yeah, like whenever we stream, we uh, you know we try we try to you know keep, you know make make sure uh, we you know take a little checks. You know, everyone that would support us, you know, we try to make sure you know they feel important to us because you know. Them, them communicate with us in our own chat is special, so we try to make them feel special as well because it's just special just being together. You know, how have you like? Um, I kind of think it's like, kind of like the, the podcast audience, like interacting with an online audience. Um, yeah, well, it, I mean, um, it's it's a little strange at first because like you know you gotta get kind of you can kind of um, get used to uh, just constantly being live and you know just, just being aware of that. But once you get used to it, it's just just playing like any normal say you know we would if you're not on camera. But you just gotta just make sure you know you see who you're with and interact with. Transition again. Deal with it. I don't. I didn't prepare. Again. We're making a lot of pauses in the show, and that's just something you're gonna have to listen to as a, as a listener. You have to deal with it. Fuck you. We don't <laughs> respect our listeners at all. Continue, uh, Alex, with your. <laughs> John, uh, do you have any plans to expand your uh, listenership in the future? So um yeah, currently what we're trying to do is um uh get into TikTok more. Yep. Uh try to use that because uh we heard from the last episode the al- <laughs> the algorithm wow. is fantastic. Yes, I am an active listener listen to, to this show. show. And you know, speaking of the last show, there's a quick shout out, you know, uh Monument Memory. That la- that uh, that last one, that acoustic one, I fucks with it. 
He fucks with oh, it. Yeah, he does. Yes. But, but, but yeah, you know, my, my, my old... The community uh, is growing. This is a podcast for musicians, the by musicians. Is right. For musicians <laughs> to comment on. Well, well, it, don't say by musicians because Alex and I know nothing about music. We are, music. Music. We are musicians. We know we zero. We are doctors. We're trained medical doctors. We know nothing about music. We know everything about music. <laughs> we know... Continue. But, um, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to use uh, TikTok, try to use that, uh, promote stuff because... Um, we have we have some clips that we because you know while we stream we're not just like any other DJ just streams you know bobberhead you know a little a little dance you know sh- you know shrugging our shoulders whatever it's like no we're actually we're pretty we're pre- I think we provide pretty quality entertainment I feel like we we, uh, we each have our own type of character you dude could I say. have a great time every time I watch it like myself I probably do like funny weird shit you know like I'm pretty random um, Brian or you could say Ocho Synchro. He's um our more of like a high energy type of guy. He would do some like some crazy shit. Like he does handstands pretty consistently on our stream. Uh, if you want if you want to check that out. Um and Odyssey uh he's just more of like he he's he's pretty he's pretty wacky too. He would, he would do his little dances too, you know, but but then again, he's also pretty solid on the mixes. So You guys did a live stream at the Brokenos at the little boy strip. Yeah, we did. And it was probably, like, the most professional live concert that we didn't deserve at all. Like, we were all, like, super <laughs> fucked up. We were all drinking so much. We were all, like, playing video games the whole time. And you guys were playing, like, the show of your career. And we were just like, yeah, I know music. It's Dude, great. I, I was... I, I, Very I, professional live stream. We honestly, didn't appreciate like, it our trip was, like, the trip we deserved in high school. Like, a bunch of boys drinking. Oh, yeah. We don't really deserve fun. it now for, at all. We, we don't deserve it now. We don't deserve, deserve, deserve it now, but it was, it was really good. Yeah, do it. That, that trip was needed 100% cleanse the soul but man like that's that stream I was dying man because I could like um we hiked the, uh prior to that and I still had uh you know residual cardio issues you could say through COVID because COVID is known for that you know you have some breathing issues when you go up incline type hills and uh and high elevation so yeah those, those that the combination of the two didn't mix well and I got kind of sick but I still powered through and I provided a stream for everybody you know was it hard, like, um, I mean, tell us about, like, the, the amount of, like, brain power that goes into, like, DJing. Like, you need to be thinking about everything, the time, I mean, the timing. When you normally just mix it on your own, it's just like, all right, um, unless, unless you're one of those type of people that have a preset list. Like, you, you don't have, you don't have a, a, a preset recorded, but you have a list of what you're going to play, and, you know, you, have it, you already have it in order. Uh, some DJs do that, but we... Um, as the backyard against what we try to do is we don't have anything. We just go on the fly and we just play what we want to play. We try to, we try it in your soul. We feel in our soul. We, we feel what the, what the people want to feel. Not only that, we try to play the, we, tr- we don't try to play the same music always. So it's a, so it's a good thing. So we try to play different music and we're always mixing live and it's never the same. Now, do you have any, uh, musical inspirations or an artist that inspire you? Yeah. So, uh, in terms of like, you can say the DJ scene, um, one DJ I've seen many times, uh, at least at least fifteen times, probably was uh, Oliver Heldens. Yep, uh, I, I see. I seen him. Alex and I with, went to one of those shows we did, with we uh, did, you know, with, with your uh, our my uh, the host to the show. I've seen them. Uh, we, uh, we last it was last year, I believe we saw. Oh no, no, let's, let's no, not, not get not, into details with the timing. Oh no, 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 my my mistake. Based on track record, because la- last year. Who? As I mean, last year, I feel like 2020 is still, like, one whole year. I feel like it never completed. Because I feel like 2021 and 2020 is all one. Did we go in 2020 or 2019? It was no. 20, it was 2019. It was, no, it, I think it was 2018. 
No, no, no. no, no, was, no it was 2019. 2019 or 2020. 2019. Sure. I seen I seen Oliver Heldens in 2019 at least oh, five I'm times, probably. Sure. I see I seen him like multiple times throughout the year, so I've probably seen him with you guys multiple times. Are you that sure year. it was 2018? Let, let's, let's let's not let's, argue about this on the show. Thinking about thinking about all the terrible shit happening in my life. It was as as the person as 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 the person <laughs> who was conscious for the entire night that night and. Wait, wait a minute. Were we together on that night? I don't, I don't, I don't know. No, we, um, I don't think Alex went with us to see uh, the 250 oh, show. Oh, you weren't with I us went, on that one. I went you, with the, the night we got the t-shirts. Oh, that, that, that was the... And that was 2019 or That was the last nightclub I have been to since yes, COVID. Yes, that was later. Later, like... That, right, that right, was... Right up to COVID. Like, yeah, that, that, that was December it. of 2019. December, that's, yeah. that's right, because my one was the one when I hooked up with... Anyways, that was the that was the time. <laughs> that, that was the all, same year, twenty nineteen. No, but that was, was twenty eighteen. That, that was March. We'll figure this out later off the show. But anyways, I'm very, I'm very glad that we all uh, we all, we all were all... on board with what happened and where, and the timelines are all perfectly up to date and everything. Nothing fine. during the pandemic because that nothing happened. Oliver Headless hasn't been here around the pandemic anyway. Yep, so. everything was good <laughs> with everybody. But yeah, man, I mean. I'm glad you guys have your uh, your inspirations and you guys are working toward, like uh, everything sounds great to me on our end. Um, like I said, Alex and I are very music illiterate. We don't really know our way around anything in that scene, but everything we've heard so far sounded great. Um, really high energy, fucking fantastic stuff. Uh, gets us fucking pumped. I'll, I'll, I'll turn your shit on like when I'm at work and it'll like get me going to like keep going and like stay awake and all that stuff on a night shift. But um, otherwise, um, this has been this has been. A, very productive. We actually got a real interview out of this one for the first time ever. We had an interview last time where we talked about like Star Wars and like super shit, which is very fun in its own right. But like this, this felt like a real like music interview, which we haven't really had. Um, no, it, was, it was fun. Alex, do you want to do you want to help us wrap up the show? Listen, guys, this has been a midnight climax. It's a pleasure to have you guys listening to it's us. A, it's we, a pleasure. Thank you. We're so happy. We thank you for your continued support. Uh, we thank like you to, to a uh, big, DJ Sayo. Uh, yep. Big thanks to DJ Sayo. Thanks, guys, for having me. And uh, we, <laughs> in our defense, we've been trying to do this exact episode like six times. And we just <laughs> yeah, it's just been it has timing, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's entirely our Mr. fault. Mr. DJ Sayo, uh, could you give us any plugs for your social media right now? Um, yeah, if, uh, if you want to uh, you know, follow uh, the stream, we're at the Backyardigans on Instagram. So can you spell Backyardigans? Like the and then <laughs> back and then your, you know. Why? Why? R. Only one R. Only one, one R. Only one R. Okay. So B A C K Y E R D I G A N S. The backyard again. I thought it was Z. On- I, I I believe it's an S. All it right, could we're be gonna- a Z. But either, <laughs> if, if you can't find it with the S, it's with the Z. You you will see us. We have we have a wooden we have a wooden um like fence in our background. That's, it's a wooden fence in the background. Is that's on uh, Instagram? Plus, yeah, on Instagram. Plus, you see a bunch of us are dancing and stuff like but that. Hey, thank you very much for joining <laughs> us on this uh th- 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 this great venture. Um, thank you guys. It we're means very a lot. grateful for uh, DJ Sayo to join us on the show. Um, Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex, for taking the lead on this because I've been. Drinking a lot. I'm covered in alcohol. <laughs> but um, otherwise, uh, take care, everybody. Take care, guys. Have a Thanks good night. Thanks for having me. Thank you.